Good evening. It is Tuesday, June 28th. And welcome to the Positional Sports Talk Show post. Live streaming on Facebook Live, Twitch, and our Positional Sports Talk Show YouTube channel. We are a sports talk show made for the fans from the perspective of fans presented by lifelong sports fans. We will provide our opinions and positions on the hottest topics in sports this evening. My name is Big Reg. I got four of my fellas with me, almost full crew. We got J3 in the building. What's going on, partner? How you feeling? What's going on, Big Reg? What's up, Professor J, uh, Ed, and Sense? What's happening, fellas? J3, nice to see you. J3. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. The professor is in the building. How you feeling this evening, Professor? What's going on, everybody? I feel like I'm on cloud nine. Got some great things going on just in my life, but I'm glad to see you guys tonight ready to get this sports. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yes, you do got some great things happening in your life, and we're happy for you. Yes, sir. Since it's in the building, what's going on, partner? How you feeling? Uh, feeling it's feeling a little down. I ain't gonna lie, but in the words of Russ in this uh, video, you won't break my soul. So, uh, <laughs> feeling good, feeling great, feeling good to be talking sports with you guys. Let's go. And last but not least, my brother Ed, what's going on, partner? Hey, man, it's always great to see my guys, man. And this, you, I always look forward to Tuesday night, so let's do this. Yeah, All yeah. right. Yeah. This evening, the show is going to be pretty pretty streamlined. We're going to do an extended quick hits because we got some things we need to touch on. But then we're going to get into the NBA draft and free agency because some crazy things going on in the league. The professor's going to bless us this week with some takes. It's been a minute, so we're going to get us some post takes. And, of course, we're going to give you our final post of the evening. So, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Please sit back, relax, enjoy post on the Positional Sports Talk Show channel. All right, starting off in a quick hit. We gave praise to the Oklahoma Sooner, Lady Sooners, so we got to shout out the Ole Miss Rebel men's baseball team for winning the College World Series. Not only did they win the College World Baseball World Series, but they prevented the University of Oklahoma from becoming the first program ever to win both the women's softball and men's baseball championship in the same year. So hats off to the Ole Miss. And as some say in the SEC, it just matters more. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, just saying. Speaking of college, the biggest college recruit in recent memory, AKA Mr. Arch Manning, and yes, of the Manning family, made his selection on where he's going to attend college after his senior year coming up this year. He signed his letter intent to attend the University of Texas. Now, not only was that a huge signing, his announcement has already had ripple effects. Yesterday, they had two five-star recruits sign letters of intent to go to Texas, and both of them said they decided to go to Texas because Arch Manning had declared. Wow. Okay. Instant and, impact. And you know his uncles are going to be supporting him, so they're going to bring their big names and gravitas to the University of Texas program. So if Saul can hold on to his job for another year and a half, <laughs> he's going to have a chance to really do some big things. But 
as we know, they don't play down there in Texas. Mm-mm. So if he has another four-loss four season this year, he might not be able to reap the benefits. Now I now I can um well okay as far as what you just mentioned Big Reg as far as him not reaping the benefits I think they're going to give him an opportunity because the the game two things have changed the game of college sports particularly college football like no other obviously the NIL has definitely totally changed the way um, players decide on where to go yep. and number two is the transfer the the, the updated transfer rules aka also known as the transfer portal Portal. so he has to be sorry texas administration has to be careful of who they hire and fire because if he came there based on um being coached and tutored and mentored by sarkeesian then you got to be careful because just as easy as he signed to come to texas he can leave texas and the, the, I, I don't want to minimize his impact as far as you mentioned a couple five-star recruits jumped on board because as I just pre- mentioned a couple seconds ago, the NIL, how the, how it's being, the game is being played with that and the money's being offered to these five-star and four-star recruits. I think that has more impact than who actually signs with that particular team. That's just my opinion, of course, but we don't know what type of money these kids are uh, are being offered. Um, I've heard upwards of two million plus just to just to get a, a five star quarterback in. Next next thing in line is the edge rushers, but Texas we all know, or if we don't know, if if our audience doesn't know, they're the richest university in America after Harvard. They're the mm-hmm. richest public university in America, so their money is un unlimited, unlimited. So. We'll see. We'll see how he does. I'm a big fan of Sarkeesian. I appreciate his contributions to the university, the great university of Alabama. So um, I hope he, I hope he does well. But do you think uh man and going to Texas money was the issue for him? Based I don't on think so. What the family says, right. Based on what the family says, they didn't accept any money up front. They wanted mm. arch just to select the school. Yeah. He wanted yeah, to go. They, to. they don't need the money. Right. <laughs> Exactly. So, so I don't think the money necessarily was was uh, important, but I do believe that whatever they worked out, not that he wasn't already set for life, but now he's definitely set for life on his in his own right. And let's be honest, like college football is a whole lot better when Texas is relevant. So this was a great move on, uh, you know, great, great uh, move for them. And uh, yeah. Hook them horns. <laughs> yeah. Dang. And, yeah, Matthew and, McConaughey would certainly feel that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Arch did say that his relationship with Sark, which had been, which started when Sark was the offense coordinator at Bama, mm-hmm. and seeing what, what Sark did with the quarterbacks at Alabama was kind of the final thing that pushed him over the top. Mm-hmm. To be able to play in that system with Sark will help him get to the next level because it's all about him getting to the NFL. And never forget, Big Reg, uh, to all the University of Alabama fans out there right now, <laughs> is they would never have Bryce Young if it hadn't been for Sarkeesian. Sarkeesian pulled him. He was a commit, hard commit to University of Southern California. California. Mm-hmm. Sarkeesian used his connections with Cal- with the Southern California base fan base and he went. He flew to California, got him to come to Alabama to, to do a visit, 
and the rest is history. So Sarkeesian is responsible for Bryce Young being at the University of Alabama right now. So with a chip, yeah, with a chip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, with a chip. Right. yeah. So on a much sadder note, um, there was a procedural hearing yesterday um, in Russia. Uh, the Russian courts have set Friday, July 1st as the start of the trial for uh, WNBA star and U.S. citizen Brittany Griner on her supposed drug trafficking trial, which is amazing to me. But um, what's been bandied around in some articles that I've read, um, it seems like as far as foreign relations go, because everybody's pushing to have a, a, a quote unquote prisoner exchange or exchange of people to get Britney out of Russia. Per Russia's law or whatever, a person has to be convicted and actually be a prisoner before they even consider an exchange. Wow. So to make a long story short, when this trial starts Friday, be prepared for Grana to get convicted. And the question is how many years they're gonna give her. The, mm. the, yeah. the sentences can go up to 10 years. Right. But what's, but what's interesting, Big Reg, about this whole Brittany Griner thing as far as is, okay, first off, marijuana is illegal in, in Russia, but the amount determines what type of penalty you get. So I believe up until up until six grams of weed in, in Russia is, is, is like an administrative offense. So basically you serve maybe a couple weeks for that, a few weeks. Anything over that, then you're talking about a different a different type of uh, judgment. But with Griner, with her having this, I believe it was was a, a vape or pen. oil, yeah, a, a yes. type of oil. Hashish oil yeah, is what they're saying oil. she had. Okay, so with that and how the law relates to foreign foreign you know foreigners, I I have no idea. I'm not an attorney. I haven't followed the case that closely, but um. I just think it's going to be a, it's going to be a, it's going to be a while, man. I just don't see her getting out anytime soon. They're using her as a pawn. Yeah, I was just about to say it's a power move by Russia to mm-hmm. like, which A-U-D. goes back to my original argument. Why was she going over there? I understand she plays professional ball and all of that, but all of this stuff was popping off well before you know her league year started, and I just think that just a thought in the head, maybe I shouldn't put myself in this position i mean i hey do you know how many ounces she had like what what what's the charge I, is it I, over that amount i i can't say that professor but but to your point and you make a great point which is which is my point i don't necessarily think she shouldn't have went over there but whenever you visit a foreign land you have to play you have to be on point because yeah, you're a guest. You know laws. No matter what, no matter yeah. what, you're a guest. So mm-hmm. there, yeah. there's no need to bring anything that you don't, you can't uh, openly display or what have you. It, it's just not, it's just not advisable. Like it's just not. Whenever you're in someone's house, you act according to their rules. Mm-hmm. And, and if you deviate, well, you have to suffer the consequences. No matter if it's political, sad, or what. It's just the way you have to conduct yourself. 
you you have to conduct yourself at all times like a guest a humble guest particularly when you're in a place like russia and unfortunately you know how their their history with um the lgbtq plus community over there it's not it's not been stellar that, they've they've locked point. up they've locked yep. up their own citizens for that for 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 that lifestyle so you just you know she you know, maybe she shouldn't have went over there, as you point out. But if she did decide, when she did decide to go over there, maybe you shouldn't have had hashes oil on on your possession. No, I, and, I'm and sure this leads us to on. the issue that we're always championing, right? You know, why is there such a large disparity between what NBA players or men get paid and what women get paid? Because she wouldn't have had to go overseas as a star right. of this league in order to right. make more money supplement to, income you want to say it, feed your family or supplement because she would have been paid you know compensatory to what she should make in this country as a star in the face yeah. of her league yeah i mean yeah. for all the like you know cutters and 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 shutters it's it's it's, it's it the fact remains like for you know maybe just a small amount of hashish oil in a vape pen She's now facing up to ten years, which is mm -hmm. ridiculous. It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I, I'm still of the notion that I don't necessarily believe she had that on her, but what they say, she can't fight that. They're gonna, it's gonna be there, whether she had it on her or not. But yeah, this, and the real sad part about this, her and her wife had just spoken. This was gonna be her last year playing in Russia. Mm -hmm. She said she was mm -hmm. tired of traveling. And tired of going over there and being away from the family but the difference in her salary this year for phoenix and the salary she's making in russia she was making over six times more in russia over a million dollars see that's crazy wow, that's wow. Crazy. we wow. gotta do better over here we gotta do we gotta do a lot better over here yeah there's no excuse for it yeah speaking of uh, people with no excuse. Uh, uh, it, the, the possibly the worst owner in professional sports, uh, <laughs> Mr. Daniel Snyder. I think Dolan still has to beat. But go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> they, I, they don't know. Know. I don't know. I don't they know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And his attorney of record are refusing the electronic subpoena sent by <laughs> the House panel that's investigating the workplace environment of the commanders. They are literally refusing to accept this subpoena. Danny boy think he above the law. That's called that white he, privilege he, at his finest. Trumpian. That's white <laughs> privilege. A book from their president's book. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I would send some uh, marshals. As soon as he stepped foot in this country, marshals would be going to his house mm -hmm. to the commander say he gonna get that subpoena and mm. he gonna show up when i tell him to show up not when it's convenient for him oh danny boy so, <laughs> so he he's out the last thing i heard was he was somewhere in the french riviera on his yacht mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. he ain't coming back no time so <laughs> again with some more bad news the deshaun watson disciplinary hearing um, with jointly appointed uh, disciplinary officers, Sue L. Robson, who the NFL and the NFL Players Association agreed, she's a former um, judge, uh, federal judge, began the hearing on what 
Deshaun Watson's penalty is going to be. Now, both parties had the option to negotiate an agreement, but that fell apart because based on multiple reports out there, the NFL is dead set on Watson serving at least a year. Mm. And if it's up to them, they would have an indefinite suspension until this is cleared up with a minimum of a year. And like people who've gone out in drug suspensions, he would have to apply for reinstatement based on whatever came in from these, these trials. And to add on to that, the Houston Texans were officially added to the first yeah. <laughs> uh, court case. You get away from that. <laughs> so now that officially brings an NFL team into these suits, and they're supposed to be added to the other three remaining court cases. So I was just this, about to say, is this uh, for all 24 or just the remaining uh, three cases, three, four cases? So, suppose <laughs> it's just the remaining four, but they may file a big class action against hmm. the Houston Texans because that's based on the stuff that they provided. They even have information. Not only did the Texans have their own on staff massage therapist, they actually had a contract with the massage studio. So you could do it outside of that. Wow. And they've got the owner of the studio saying that she contacted the Texans and told them you need to be careful because we Deshaun's not using us. He's not using you. And we know for a fact he's going out on Instagram looking for people to do these things. And we've had complaints. And I know for a fact that he slept with two of my massage therapists. This is the owner. Wow. Homie need to find a wow. new hobby. Like massage. Wow. Okay. Can we rewind for a second, though, uh, fellas? Let's 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 let's. I don't. I just don't understand this hearing. So the way they conduct in these disciplinary hearings is is new under the current the, the new uh, CBA they just recently signed. Right. So so before where Roger Goodell was the judge, jury, and executioner, they both agreed during negotiations that they were going to have a a third party, an independent disciplinary uh, person that both the NLPA and NFLPA and the NFL uh, uh, offices could have agreed. And they would actually hear, and then they would just administer or hand down the, the, the necessary punishments. But this is the problem I have because I was like, okay, basically it's like arbitration, right? That's that's basically that's all that is. You know, you go into an arbitration, you have an independent person deciding, you, you know, hearing both cases, and they make a decision. But the problem I have with Judge Sue Robinson, I think that's her name. I, I know mm-hmm. it's Sue. The problem I have with the former Judge Sue Robinson is that she doesn't work for the NFLPA. She's employed and paid on a two-year term by the NFL, who is headed by, figurehead anyway, Roger Goodell. So what does, so what's that ba- telling you? So basically, if she says, hmm, I think it should be 10 games. I think 10 games sounds right. Roger Goodell has the power to veto that and say, I don't care what them 10 games that looks bad on my league. I want an indefinite suspension and his, his, what he says ultimately goes. So why are they having this disciplinary hearing fellas? What's the purpose? If Roger Goodell has the power to, to step in and say, I don't think that's enough. 
because she, she might say eight games. We don't know. Appearances. Who? That's why. It's for appearances. They want to control it. They want to control the narrative. They want to control it. They want to control it. Let's make it make it look like we're doing our due diligence in the whole matter, and you know, go through these motions. You know, knowing darn well what the end result is going to be anyway. Then why did the NFLPA uh, agree to have this format during negotiations for the new CBA? Because it was better than what they had, where it was just Roger Goodell. Now at least they have somebody who could set appear. a number for disciplinary, and if it's vastly different than what the NFL and Roger Goodell uses his veto, or as they call it, appeal power to change it, then the NFL PA will use that further down the road. Okay. Here's the problem that I see with this whole thing ever since this new stuff came out. We know that the Houston Texans were complicit in his behavior. They knew, or at least some of them in the organization knew of his behavior because they helped (laughs) push this type of behavior, whether they knew how deep it went or not. And then I'm not so sure, and this is why I put the comment at Big Money in Texas, because maybe they were able to get away with him not getting criminal charges because obviously there's more than just smoke with 24 some odd allegations. And now we're seeing the process being drug out in a way where I think it's also purposeful, Ed, because get this, if we got the current situation going on with Daniel Snyder, and then you know the NFL is eventually going to sniff at this, if they're trying to see if the Republicans can take the House, you know pretty much that what's going to happen with all of these allegations and things going on, they're going to end them and sweep them under the rug. What the Democrats want to do is hold the NFL accountable and all of us, not just fans, but people in everyday society should want every corporation in our country held accountable for wrongdoing and missteps along the way, whether it be individual or an entire corporations. This has become too politicized where now they're muddying the waters of what's right and what's wrong. And you can know that someone has some guilt and is complicit with something. But it all seems to come down with who has the deeper pockets and who can pay for things to go away. Case in point, look at all the 24, 25 allegations. All of a sudden, 20 of them got settled after Mm -hmm. this man stood up on a podium with the Cleveland Browns and said he did nothing wrong. Now, you got defenders that say, no, that's just him saying, you know, I just need these things to go away. away. But remember, he was definitive about his innocence. So why not why not have your day in court, especially if it's go, if you're going to be kept off the football field anyway, and defend yourself like he claimed that he was going to do? Mm. Well, well, number one, uh, professor, is that you never want you never want your fate to be decided by a jury, if if at all possible. Exactly. I mean, if you can help, if you can avoid it, and that's just my opinion. But it's just that if you you're just, innocent, then why would you not? <laughs> Push how many innocent? So how many? But how many innocent people have been executed or sent exactly. in jail right now? Exactly. And 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 to your point, the the water's being muddy. Like he probably just you know because it's like it's some guilt on his part, but then it's you know maybe that, not. You just so, made my point. That's it in the discussion. He has some guilt <laughs> on his part, so therefore he's going to pay because he is not as innocent as he purported to be. That that's all I'm saying. Then one more, one more, and we, and, 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 and one more thing. So, 
then if you know if if you know and this is what i can i've, I've always maintained from the from the beginning with with deshaun washington in this case as it started dragging on into the last season then if you know that there is some little smoke maybe some fire right you know with these allegations as you as an attorney as you as a person representing deshaun it's your responsibility to say hey we need to make this go away why drag it out now uh, what is that is that for billable hours <laughs> I, I don't know yeah. I'm, I'm gonna um ask a rhetorical question it's just so crazy like why like when he was the golden boy in houston you heard none of this going on mm -hmm. right it well, wasn't until he wanted out of houston that all of a sudden this just like fell into the lap of the, of, of the media in the nfl like it's, it's 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 well, yeah. then he's stooped two times over because if you know that the organization is covering up your dirt, then why in the world would you come out openly and speak against the organization and nope. then one out and think fault. there'll be no consequence exactly. behind it? Right, exactly. But, but see, and now that Houston's now in this whole lawsuit, that's karma because now you wanted to be uh, play dirty and be dirty and now you're getting your comeuppance. It's just, mm. it's yeah, just crazy true. all around. <laughs> All right, so we will keep y'all abreast of what's happening because I'm sure there'll be more news probably later this week. And, and one last point, the NFLPA is using the owners as their reason behind getting a, a shorter um, suspension because they're saying they're using Snyder specifically and what's going on with the commanders, Jerry Jones, and uh, get a third owner and what little to nothing happened to them in their situation, so more than Robert Kraft. That's mm -hmm. who the third person was, absolutely. Um, on a light, much lighter note, and fantastic Saturday, July 2nd, Saturday evening, UFC 276 in Las Vegas. It's the UFC's yearly international fight week, which is one of their two biggest weeks of the year. They got a massive card. For you this weekend the card is headlined by the man mr israel mr style bender adesanya he's going to put his middleweight title up against jared cannier which should be a good fight because cannier has been on a tear lately he's like won like eight fights in a row as the only person at that weight class that adesanya hasn't beaten a lot of the guys he's already beaten twice then they the co-main event is also a title fight where you've got Volkanovski versus Holloway 3 for the featherweight title. And I'm here to tell you, Max Holloway won the second fight. Mm. But he didn't get the decision, if you know what mm. I mean. Mm -hmm. Even Dana White, they got him on tape, saying Max won four to five rounds. How did they get a split decision? So... This has been a bomb burner. Holloway says he wants to get his titles back. Volkanovski says I'm the best in the in the business. So, and he and Adesanya are part of the same fight group. Both are coming from uh, New Zealand, Australia area. So that's a big thing. To open up the main card, you got Sugar Sean O'Malley, yeah. my <laughs> man, yes sir, O'Malley. <laughs> For a top ten eliminator, that that's just the main card. The prelim is stacked, so if, if you enter UFC, you got a great yes, sir. happening. Yes, sir. 
Ed, you were right, bro. <laughs> oh, as, man. As oh, man. Not having it. Mm-mm. Too fast. It was too fast. Too fast. They came back one game four. Uh, three two. Shout out to Tampa Bay. They didn't lay down. Tampa nope. Bay went on the road. One game five to force a game six back in Tampa Bay. But there's new shirts in town. A little too much yeah. for him. Ended up Oscar winning game head. six two one to win the first Stanley Cup in over twenty years. Mm. Uh, Cali mm-hmm. Maker was named the Conn Smythe winner, which is their version of the MVP. So shout out to the Colorado Avalanche. And as you said, Ed. Yeah. That speed was overwhelming. They're gonna they be, they're, they're, they'll be back yeah. next year too. And, and yeah. Tampa, and you said Tampa, that last year too. Tampa will be back next year too. They're just they just not fast enough, but or deep enough. But I will give I will say this about Tampa: they had a lot of injuries. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. so they they to get to where they were, considering you know they were, I mean for much for parts of the year they didn't even have their squad and. They they never get healthy at the end, and you know normally in any sport, whoever's healthy at the end, norm and and, and skill levels relatively even, they normally win. That we Tampa see will be back though. They'll be back. They're yeah. doing way to be back without a yeah. doubt. They 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 had the better goalie in Tampa, but the defense of the Avalanche proved to be you know the deciding yeah. factor, especially fun. in that last game because they just kept holding them off, holding them off, yeah. holding them off. Yeah. And, and Tampa Bay was actually dominating the first half of that game, and then mm-hmm. that speed came, and then that third period they just couldn't keep keep them young boys out of the zone. Two mm-hmm. one win. So shout out again to the Colorado Avalanche for winning the Stanley Cup. And if right. you check check on social media, you, you're getting all the pictures already with people doing funny things with the cup. Uh, the first picture. Yeah, they already dented up, the cup too. Waking up in bed <laughs> with the cup beside him. Another one I saw today where the guy was using the Stanley Cup as his like four year old daughter's sippy cup, and she was drinking out the Stanley <laughs> Cup. So, wow! Hey, you get all it. get the spoils when you win. Get to have your day with the cup. So yeah, Isn't and that? they dented it in the it. ceremony. Right, guy trying to skate to the group and dropped it. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. That John right. hit that ice sounding like the Taco Bell dome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's some capital style celebration. Yeah. I remember yes, when sir. they first won it. Yeah. And lastly, we got a shout out. The 50th anniversary of Title IX was last Thursday. Uh, this historic ruling put in place the guaranteed for equality for women at educational institutions receiving federal funding. That's through kindergarten all the way through college. If you were getting federal funds, you had to make sure that you were equally giving women an opportunity that you were giving the men, which up until 1972 was not happening. Now, a lot of people, when they think about Title IX, the first thing that they think about is women's sports. Mm-hmm. This Women's sports was just a uh, byproduct. byproduct of this. This was literally to allow women into these college institutions and to be able to take courses in fields that women were not allowed to do, like engineering, um, science courses and things of that sort. So this is an educational thing, but the, mm-hmm. one of the byproducts was you had to start also getting women any kind of activities, clubs and things and sports. 
And as we know, it still ain't equal. Nope. Not we even saw close. that with the NCAA oh. championship oh over a year gosh. ago when they showed the difference in the the swag equipment. bags and the, the equipment weight room. room, and the weight room. room. So it's still nowhere close to equal. But this right. allowed people to at least start. And we're seeing yeah. the byproducts, the NBA draft, which we're going to be talking about very shortly. Three of the top first-round draft picks were sons of WNBA players who benefited from Title IX, was able to play basketball, and then taught their sons how to play basketball, and yeah, that an NBA draft pick. So, Isn't that yeah. something? That's yeah. And, and, and Big Reds, just, just to add a little bit more, because we've got to let folks know we are students of history, in sports history in particular, just as the civil rights legislation was a foundation for Title IX to come forth. Now, Title IX is going to become a foundation for transgender sports and what's going on right now in every city across the U.S. So mm. stay tuned because what's placed in Title IX now has opened up a door for people of all genders, transgender, whatever, for there to be an equal playing field for all of them to play sports as well. So we know the arguments that are going back and forth. But this is now a foundation of making sure that all people are able to play sports on a intramural, high level, pro level, or even Olympic level. So just want folks to really be mindful of that. No matter what side of the political aisle that you fall on, progress has to be made. And it starts with legislation such as this. Mm-hmm. See what you did there. And if you're interested in seeing information about this, ESPN is putting on a fantastic um documentary segments uh they call it mm-hmm. 50 for 50 honoring the 50th anniversary of title nine where it's mm-hmm. all different types of um shows talking about different people in title nine so check them out and uh the nba tv did some things and all that so if you're interested and being one uh fellow g- girl dads on in this group <laughs> we can see how title nine has actually been able to help our daughters go to colleges and take amen my my daughter's an attorney graduated from harvard law before title nine you couldn't get into harvard law as a female mm-hmm. so shout out true story all right let's talk about the nba fellas first and foremost the nba draft uh happened last thursday and really the only thing that kind of was uh well there's two things that were kind of interesting to me in the draft first was paulo benchero after everybody said jabari smith jr was going to be the first pick um by the magic benchero from duke ends up going number one overall first pick um shocker i have a way i have a way too early 2023 mock NBA draft. Pick at number one, the Orlando Magic. <laughs> you ain't lying. My bad. Go ahead, Big Red. My bad. I just had to get that in, man. Good. I, I feel you. I feel you. I just think they had too many body sizes similar to Jabari Smith because they got like three three guys that are at least six nine to seven feet currently with the magic none of them have any like uh uh bricks in their pockets they kind of mm-hmm. all kind of thin 
So Banchero's got a pro body. I think that's the reason why he ended up going number one. But that's just my thing. Is he gonna no, make I, an impact? Is he gonna make an impact in the league? That's the no, question. No, I don't yeah. think so. I, I mean, you got too many with him pieces doing the tournament. Yeah, he was just like a flash in the pan kind of guy to me. I mean, probably just off of like the Duke name that he got as much recognition as he did. And how many Duke players actually end up being all that in the NBA? Man, you That's right. all wire over here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the biggest enigma who could have either the biggest upside. Or could be the biggest bust was Gonzaga's center Chet, forward Chet Holmgren who ended up going yeah. to number two to Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Now Oklahoma City could take that risk because they had three first round draft picks. Yeah, why not? And they got three next year and a couple more the year after. So wow. they know they're going yeah. young. So mm-hmm. they took the chance get in the weight room. This is a seven-one dude with seven-seven wingspan. Mm. That put Steph Curry on his butt mm-hmm. at one of Curry's camps, going behind his back, crossing over handles. Steph Curry, then going to the hole. Yeah, I think that <laughs> oh, may, wow. that, that that'll be one of his strengths. Like you don't see too many big. And they still handles, didn't win so. the national title. Mm-mm. So I mean, uh, just, Oklahoma City already got some game. Good it ain't an individual game. Take more than one. Well, so. all I'm saying, yeah, yeah, if, he, know, if he this unicorn, I'm tired of that word being used. If he's this unicorn. Then but we'll okay, see, he's building a, a, a good level. core down there already with you know Alexander and. They need a whole lot of help. I know they need a whole lot more, but you know, they're trying to be yeah. the next Memphis Grizzlies. We just keep mm-hmm. stacking these young dudes and That's keep, hard keep generating them, building them, and building them, mm-hmm. and maybe we get there. So, um, yeah, that's hard to do. Yeah, it's very hard to do. Uh, the G League continues to get people. Um, drafted from their Ignite team, uh, number eight, Daniel. Dyson Daniels went to the Pelicans. They had two other guys that got drafted. Um, one of my favorite people in the draft, Jaden Ivey, who's the son yeah. of a WNBA Ooh. player. Detroit whose mother is the head coach of Notre Dame's women's basketball team. He ended up going five to the Pistons. Everybody thought he was going to go to the Kings, but uh, Keegan Murray – from I went to the Kings, so there's some good things going on, and I think the Wizards, Johnny Davis, for the tenth pick, I think they got a good selection. Johnny Davis is a little older, so you don't have to worry about him being a, a knucklehead. He came you from the hope. Big Ten. He played at Wisconsin. Yeah, we that hope DC line. Yeah, we hope he don't come to DC again. Get a bite of that go go scene, and it's a wrap. Right. Yeah. Especially be down if Brandon the Bill throwing around some of that nice contract, buddy. Right. One person, uh, no big rage, you forgot to mention was um, um, my man out of um, the NBA Latin America, Benedict. Uh, yes, that's who I wanted the Wizards to get. Yeah. yeah. He, already he wants to smoke, apparently, uh, challenging old LeBron there, saying yeah. that he wants to see what he made. <sighs> man, LeBron is 40. <laughs> everybody, everybody wants to challenge him now right yeah, yeah how about yeah, that you, yeah yeah get him when he old yeah that's that's, yeah. that's a real big uh, that's what challenge. they did with jordan they like that ain't 42 let me, yeah let me come on come on out here yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah the the funniest stuff of the evening though had to be the new york knicks <laughs> oh yeah oh my the new york knicks had <laughs> i think 11th pick Lord. Mm. They traded the 11th pick 
It sounded like they was trading for a player, but then they traded that player mm-hmm. and some picks and traded that pick. So the New York Knicks, who need all kind of help, basically all they did was collect um, lottery-protected draft picks. So that means if they fall in the lottery, the Knicks don't get them, and they become second-round picks. They didn't get a body. All they did was clear cap space, and supposedly that cap space is for them to go after Jalen Brunson. Which is stupid no. because oh it's like like Stephen A Jaylen said, Brunson. you pretty much going about it collegially. You pretty much him too. you hire his dad as a as an assistant coach. Like it's gonna be some tampering charges filed and like pretty soon I'm sure. Like <laughs> it's to, the Knicks, you know, y'all. Come you know, on Mark, man. Cuban, Mark Cuban ain't gonna uh, give him up without no fight. You know it's the Knicks. They ain't gonna do nothing. Supposedly the Mads have offered him twenty million dollars. Next, mm, mm, trying to offer him a hundred. I heard. Yeah, mm, it's mm, at a hundred. Mm. Is he that good? Man, he had a good me. season. He had a good, <laughs> he had a good season. You as, you as good as what somebody willing to pay you, that's right? True. That's true. Yeah, I mean, come to the Wizards. They didn't pay the whole lot of people that had one good season, <laughs> and they exactly. maxing them out and stuff. Yeah. Agent Zero. Speaking of the right. Wizards, yeah. right? Let's go into the players who had to decide by January 29th tomorrow who's going to opt into their player options or become free agents. Mr. Ex-Wizard John Wall, who got paid last year to not play, Sit up. Houston Rockin' said, we want to develop the young people, and we don't want you out there with them. We want to give them as much time. He opted into his $47.3 million pay, player option. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Amazing. And then they end up buying him out for forty point eight million. Man, that is crazy. Six million less. Hey, Six point five million. But he's already said he's going. He he's going to play for the Clippers. Mm. And Ooh. worst case scenario, he's going to sign for the Clippers mid level exception, which is six point five million dollars. So he ain't going to lose he's a penny. Money, he's going to try to get a bigger Ooh. deal. But at, at least he's going to get. So John Wall will be making at least forty seven million dollars last year. And Man, he's only John played Wall 40 games pimping. in the past three years. And you know, he's John been pimping Wall, since he yeah, got in the league. Yeah, he's been pimping. <laughs> and, and the good thing about John Wall, this buyout, when, I, when, when the numbers were announced, normally the numbers don't approach anywhere near your contract. So for him to pull 40 from the Rockets, that's a win. That's a huge that's win. A, plus, he got paid yeah. to not play. And a lot of people say, well, he didn't play. Yeah. Well, he might not have been 100% healthy because, remember, he's still coming back. I don't know if he's a full he year and a half ACL, yet. Yeah. From it, no, it was, the, it was the Achilles, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he may not even be the same player. Who knows? I, I don't know. But he got I he guarantee. Got I guarantee when he go out there and he see Paul George and, and play with Kawhi Leonard, he going to ball out. Gonna Trust ball and believe. Out. Well, he's not going to play with uh, Kawhi Leonard except part-time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ed. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know, man. Hey, Ed, I, I, I truly yeah. believe. I truly believe Wall go no out there, man. No, I'm not talking about oh. Wall's availability. I'm talking about Kawhi's, Kawhi's availability. No, I, I, I hear what you're saying, bro, but trust me what I tell you. You put them pieces together, man. They're going to be contenders. Watch what I tell you. How long have you been saying that, J3? How long have you been saying that? All right, all right, he's up. He's up. LA is becoming the the city of load management. Let's go to the other team (laughs) across the hall. Uh The Warriors. The Warriors. uh, 
you, you had your boy Russell Westbrook post today as he's singing to Beyonce's new song about him opting into his $47 million contract. Hey, hey, it was expected. It wasn't no surprise. We all knew he was going to opt in. Like, yeah, yeah y'all got so y'all own issues y'all got to deal with. So both of them What's LA teams. They're going to be all right, though. Now the rumor Stop is Stop wearing them skirts, he'd be all right. Bradley Bill is supposed to opt out of his contract, which was supposed to pay him about thirty-seven million dollars. <laughs> and everybody is projecting that John um Bradley Bill will sign a five year two hundred and forty eight million dollar super max contract to stay like with the Wizards. Dummy. Mm, like a, mm, like a mm. dummy. Yeah, he must not want he must not want to win. Like you know, Not everybody's in it to win rings. Right. He, he cashing checks. Mm-hmm. When he's he done, Bradley Bill will have made almost a half a billion dollars from the Wizards. Mm-hmm. John Wall mm-hmm. showed him the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just walking yeah. down that aisle. It's another Dame situation, too, like you said in our, uh, our chat, uh, Professor. Yep. But, yeah. mm-hmm. He's happy in Washington. He's raising his family. He's got two or three kids now. Got the wife. Everybody good. The family in St. Louis is good. He ain't stressing. I guess. And he's still getting paid for losing. Yep. And Otto Porter hoisting trophies. Hoisting mm-hmm. trophies. <laughs> now the two another ex wizard winning championships. Mm-hmm. Like that. The two that everybody was waiting on to see what happened. One got resolved yesterday. The other one still is in limbo. <clears throat> Your boy Kyrie Irving got his feelings hurt yesterday. He's a Bama. He's a straight up Bama. Because yes, Brooklyn is. told him, we're not giving you a long-term contract. No. Opt in and then play play enough games and then we can have a discussion. So he said, well, I'm going to find me a sign and trade. Will you do a sign and trade? They said, y'all, go ahead. Wah, Tell your people, wah, go wah, out wah. there and look out there and yeah. see what you can get. <laughs> and he got his yeah, feelings hurt. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, still not that. that getting $36.9 million, in the bad pay payday for mm. somebody that works part time, because mm. you know Kyrie, if Kyrie ain't feeling it, Kyrie ain't showing up. Mm-hmm. The only question is now is he going? You know, clearly we all know he may not be there for the long run after this. Uh, of course, man. Right. Yeah, he going one out. I don't. Think What's KD saying about that? What's KD it, saying KD about that? Quiet. KD ain't but saying Stephen nothing. A. Smith saying a lot. Yeah, KD ain't saying nothing. He, mm-hmm. I'm gonna let my. That's his decision, all that. So it, it it it'll be it. But see, they they fail to realize the owner of the Nets now was not the owner when they first came. The owner of the Nets now is Joe Sy. Joe Sy is one of the top ten richest men in the world. He is the primary owner of Alibaba, which is the Chinese version of Amazon. Mm. Mm. No, they're they're a big web-based thing that you can buy all types of goods and services on. Mm. So this I, guy ain't playing. He was like, "I done paid this man all this money, and he sat out half the yeah." No, we ain't doing that. And he won two hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were at a point where they were like, they didn't care if, if they lost KD or Kyrie. Mm. Mm. <laughs> they let him mm. go. When you dealing with one of the richest men in the world who had to negotiate. In order to be able to become that man in China, because you you talk about hard negotiations, so he wasn't playing games with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. 
So we still got to figure out what's going to happen with James Harden. Is James Harden going to be the next one to opt into that $47 million player option? Yes. He ain't got no choice. Yeah, right. Where are you going to go? He ain't going nowhere. But supposedly him in the 76 is supposedly possibly working on a short-term extension, maybe a one-and-one where they can control the narrative a little bit. But it's going to be interesting. And, (laughs) And just for you, Professor, your boy Bobby Portis has to decide if he's going to opt into his four point five million dollar uh, option or if he's going to try free agency this year. Uh, he if he's smart, that. yeah, he's going to stay if he's smart, and I think he is. He'll try free agency, like PJ. PJ opted out, so. But Bobby yeah. has made money. He's bounced around. He needs to stay where he can get a championship at this point. I mean, if it's important to him. Because yeah. he's been in the league for how many years now? Long time. I think he's been in 10 or 11 years. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Speaking of free agency, free agency, the quote unquote legal tampering, which is the stupidest name I can think about, mm-hmm. starts 6 p.m. Thursday. And officially, the legal tampering starts July 1st. So, from July 1st through July 7th, players and teams and their representatives can discuss parameters of deals can agree upon deals, but they can't become official until July 8th when the NBA is supposed to release what the 2022-23 salary cap is and the max player figures. So starting Thursday, you're going to hear a whole lot of information about uh, who's going where, what free agents are going there, the, the big names out there. Supposedly, John Wall is getting a lot of people calling his representative saying, hey, before you sign with the Clippers, we right. might be able to pay you some more money. What's Harden going to do? What What's Bill mm. going to do? The big fish that they don't think is tied down is your boy Zach Levine. Um, he needs to stay in Chicago. Yeah, will he stay in Chicago or will he go try to go to greener pastures? What's going to happen with DeAndre Ayton? He out. <laughs> And, 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 and let me yeah. go ahead. And let me tell you why he's out because Phoenix was dumb to not give him that extension. Then, so now he pretty much pissed off. Like, like, like I did all this for y'all. Like I feel disrespected. So just to spite them, I think he's gonna uh, try to sign with another. But and since plus, all they Phoenix ask- window is closed, it's gone. Yeah, and all since since all they ask to see is his birth certificate. <laughs> That's it. He refused to show him this birth certificate. So I wouldn't have gave him this ass an extension either. Yeah, yeah, BJ. Wow. I hate to tell you, man, but that window is closed. Yeah, wow. that, but but he's a restricted free agent. He's not unrestricted. So even if he goes and finds another deal, if Phoenix really wants him, all they have to do is match the deal. Will they? Will they match it? Yeah, that, yeah. And I, I, I actually applaud Phoenix. I'm tired of all because we was talking about max contracts and Bradley Bill. I'm tired of all these players getting max contracts that don't deserve it. They don't deserve fifty. Where on what universe, planet, whatever we live on, does Bradley Bill? Does, and I'm not saying he's the worst because he's better than a lot of these guys. But where he doesn't deserve Steph Curry money. He's not. He's not in that category. It's in the rules. It's in the I rules. I know it's in the rules. And you are you like you like you mentioned earlier, Big Reg. You pay what someone is willing to pay. You get you you, you get You're worth what someone what is willing to, to, to pay you. But yeah. I just don't feel. I just don't. It has to stop, man. It's just everyone. Like Bradley Bill has balled out the last three seasons better than mm-hmm. a whole lot of guys oh, in the but, league. But they ain't and, got and, nothing to and show. And in for this it. market. And in this market, 
I think he deserves everything that he's about to get because he could have bolted a long time ago, but he showed that Dame Lillard loyalty and he stayed. Mm-hmm. He re-upped and now he's getting what do they have to show labor. For it? So yeah, I don't, I don't blame him for it. it. He, I think he deserves it. I do. Oh yeah, especially like if you if you know your team is not going anywhere like yeah. postseason. He's one us. of the most disrespected players in the league. He is, and he balls every single night. So we will see some of the other big names out there. Is somebody going to offer the reigning champions role players big money? Kevin Looney is an unrestricted free agent. Otto Porter Jr. is an unrestricted free agent. Gary Payton II is an unrestricted free agent. Now, GP2 needs to cash in. He's like 29, going to turn 30. He ain't no young dude anymore. And if somebody's going to offer him eight to ten million dollars, you think Golden State will be willing to part for eight to ten million dollars for Gary Payton? Yeah, mm. we sit. We got these young young dudes on the bench that one of them could take that spot. We can't pay him because for Golden State to pay him, they would end up paying for to use round numbers. If they pay Payton ten million dollars. They end up paying $30 million in luxury tax. Mm-hmm. So that's $40 million a year for Gary Payton. He ain't yeah, All yeah. I can say yeah, is dynasty. Sure All and I can say is dynasty. Dynasty, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they lose next year. All this trash talk with Draymond and and Stephano and and everybody want to stick their chest out. Hey, sis, man, we talked about hate earlier, man. Let's break it down. No, there ain't no hate. I'm just saying, Draymond, get sick of this. (laughs) Some sneaky people to see where they end up signing. P.J. Tucker, because they say he's leaving Miami. JaVale McGee. If JaVale goes back home for the veteran minimum and goes back to Golden State Lord Jesus. and give him that young, big, not young, but older, big, lively body that they were missing, bye-bye, Looney. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, don't, don't let Looney go, man. I like you know Looney. Looney played hard. Like, it's just like how them Cleveland championship uh, players got paid after they won that championship. I don't think it's the same thing. You know how Adela Badola got his bag? And all these other yeah, that, oh man, that's a blast <laughs> from the past. That was wasted money right there. Exactly. He thought he was Caruso. Same mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. So we'll we'll touch on them next week. Um, so get 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 your popcorn ready. Free agency. <laughs> You'll start hearing <laughs> deals as early as six p.m. on Thursday. This oh, they'll get younger, BJ. They've already yeah. started. Yeah. <laughs> you good over here. Worry about your clippers or whoever you can't be coming out blazing. You can't wow. be arguing with the listeners, man. Come on. Wow. Come on. <laughs> it's all love, BJ. I feel your pain, though, since I do. I do. We got Kenny Pickett. Right. You got, I, you I got to have hope, man. You got to have hope for your squad. You know with Pittsburgh, it's, ne- it's never been it's not always seven days. Why he had to drag you into this? Days. I hold on. Bring, bring, I, I, I can handle it, Big Red. I can handle it. But you hold on. I'm, 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 I feel relate. you. I, I understand where you're coming from. I understand. Yes. Thank you. I hear you. All right. All right. On that note, it is time for us to get 
a segment that we haven't had in a while. It's good to have the professor back and time for the professor's post takes. It's all you, professor. All right, fellas, let, let's keep that energy going. All right, so this week I have an ode to summertime sports. So I know what you're thinking. What in the world could he tell me about now about what happens during the summer in sports? It's pretty much just boring old baseball with a sprinkle of other sports here and there. Well, 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 let me set you and the record straight. MLB is anything but boring these days. And have you checked out the College World Series lately, both men and women? Probably not. Some are too busy snoozing <laughs> to notice that the University of Oklahoma women just completed a dominant season in softball and won it all in domineering fashion. The men have heated up and they have served up their champion, as we heard earlier from Ole Miss. Can you believe that the Fighting Irish even made an appearance as well? So wake up. If that isn't enough, and maybe one of the moonshots by Stanton or Judge from the Brock's Bombers will come down and land on your noggin. The boys of summer are truly heating up. Even the arbitrations concerning some of the best in the league are entertaining. Congrats, Mr. Judge, for holding the Yankees' feet to the fire to get your way. And just to tease you a bit more, the hottest team in MLB just pulled off a great comeback against the Oakland A's last night. Tough break for Bryce Harper, who has already and was having an MVP caliber season. Man, I do miss him in Washington. He may need surgery on his left thumb that was hit by a 97-mile-per-hour pitch over the weekend. He is a trooper and should be back in several weeks. Not sure where Philly would be in the standings at that time, but they had plenty of firepower with Real Muto and Castellanos. I know we have been watching the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs and finals, and there have been quite a few drops of the gloves and knuckles in, up in incidents. But did you see the melee between the Mariners and Angels? Okay, okay. It may not be an MMA contest, but still entertaining. <laughs> MLB handed down 12 suspensions because of it. Now that I have your attention. Thrown in that. Huh? There was some real blows thrown in that one. That yeah, was a it was. Baseball it, was. it was. It was. It's entertaining. I, I advise people to look it up. Now that I have your attention, who said that the NBA takes a backseat after the finals? This will never happen with people like Kyrie Irving always finding a way into the headlines. <laughs> Are we surprised with his drama and of one KD, Kevin Durant? Somehow, he does more off the court than on it. He has opted into his 36 plus million dollar contract after it became apparent that nobody really wanted Mr. Flat Earth. Can we even get past the Lakers drama? We have not properly <laughs> celebrated the Doves and everyone is talking about next season. What's that? You still talking trash about me to me about the summer? Are you paying attention to Wimbledon? The queen is back and she just got overthrown. But just like Tiger, it does not matter if she wins at all. The people will still show up. Does Nadal and Djokovic mean anything to you? The competition is better and the interest is at fever pitch. So just tune in. You aren't doing anything else. Don't tell me that nothing noteworthy happens during the summer when we still deal and address with racism and bigotry in every sport. Yet again, Formula One racing and Lewis Hamilton have to stand front and center and condemn hatred. Let's expose three-time Formula One world champion Nelson Pickett 
for the lowdown racist he is. He used a racial slur on a podcast following his description of Hamilton after his famous collision with rival Max Verstappen in last year's British Grand Prix. Interestingly enough, Verstappen is dating Pickett's daughter, Kelly. Mm. Check out the smile on Baker Mayfield's face these days. He looks like a man that knows something we do not. He is the cat that ate the mouse and got caught, but still grins. So stay tuned. I can do this all day, but I will leave you with this. Every summer, we may not be filled with the drama of one of our best being detained in Russia, but there's always something of substance that does not have to be mindful. Let's keep Brittany Griner in our thoughts and prayers. Let's put politics aside and bring her home peacefully. She does not need to continue to be a pawn in this sadistic game outside of the basketball court. Clearly, you all can see that when we talk about the boring summer of sports, that is not the case anymore. We have a plethora of, of sports channels and publications that keeps us enthralled. Social media is constantly blowing up with developments and just a few follows, including posts, will get you all the fix you ever need. Let's keep going. Back to you, fellas. Appreciate that, Professor. It's been a while since we had a take. That was a good one. I enjoyed that one. Thank you, sir. All right, fellas, it is that time. Another show is down, but before we get out of here, we got to get our final post in. J3, why don't you get it started? Yeah, real quick, if anybody's not doing anything on Saturday morning, won't y'all meet us out at Mount Vernon and go for a bike ride? We're going to get in at least 12 miles. Come out and check us out. As long as weather... Uh, <laughs> 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 Professor, you up. Yeah, I'm going to just say I love you guys. I love all of our viewers and friends and family out there. Just want to remind you guys to please stay safe. COVID is not gone. It's still rearing its ugly head. And just be diligent. Stay stay prayed up and just continue to support each other. Since. Uh, second in that emotion of uh, my bro, cuz. I also just wanted to uh, keep that same energy as he did as far as uh, – summer sports go and uh just uh say that we have nba summer league coming up next uh weekend actually with the first game this saturday the uh las vegas classic between the uh heat and the um lakers so uh, any lakers <laughs> prospects I knew you yes yes, lakers prospects. yes. Man, <laughs> they still stinking it up hey but we still on your mind and in your mind they don't have any money so they need to pull some of them <laughs> Y'all are funny. Y'all are yeah, funny. Big Ed, what's going on? Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, um, just, just again, you know, good to see you guys. Uh, thankful for being here. Um, I truly look forward to, to, to seeing uh, some of our people out there make comments and, and, and hearing what, you know, our opinions on sports. They never, they never quite agree with uh opinions of your, your opinion big reg and my opinion since professor j3 j wills we all have our own ideas and thoughts but that's what makes it fun so thank you guys see you next week and i'd like to end my final post by shouting out some of the female goats as we mentioned before the great serena williams after being out for over a year, came back to Wimbledon, unfortunately lost. Um, 
But we need to appreciate these women in the view of Title IX. These are some of the greatest women who've ever stepped onto a court, basketball court, field that we've ever seen, that we get the pleasure of watching them do their work. And this is history making. This may have been the last time that Serena Williams ever plays a woman. So if you have a chance, I think she's going to play the U.S. Open. If you can get to New York, you might want to do that because it might be the last time you've seen her. Because I believe the Williams, unlike a lot of people, they will never mention that they retire. They just won't be playing anymore. Just like her big sister Venus hasn't played in almost two years. On that same vein, some of the greatest players in WNBA history have announced their retirement. Sue Bird, mm. catcher this year with the Seattle Storm before they go. Um, you have uh, big Sylvia Sylvia Flowers for um, uh, having a brain for, for a second. But Sylvia Flowers, one of the best big post players ever in the WNBA, WNBA all-time uh, rebounder. She's announced that she this is going to be her last year. And the great Candace Parker has hinted mm. that this may be her last season as she's already started to move herself into the studio phase. See, so see. if you get a chance to check out some of these great women as they're here to appreciate their greatness, please check them out. Because you know in the post crew, we always support women's sports. And we sure. always will. All right, we'd like to thank you all Amen. for tuning in and listening. We appreciate your time and opportunity to share our positions on sports with you. We're here each and every Tuesday, 7 p.m. for our live show. You can check us out on our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, uh, streaming. We're here. If for some reason you can't catch the show live, again, go to those same platforms. We post all the shows. Or you can go to your favorite podcast platform and check them out there. And Starting starting last week, you will even start seeing some of post coming to a new social media platform. What, 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 what we hitting, Professor? TikTok. 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 So we're coming to TikTok. So look out for us. We're going to do our thing. Um, yeah, Coco Golf had a good battle today. Absolutely. So, again, we appreciate your time. We appreciate the opportunity for to share our positions on sports with you. Please check us out next week. Tell your friends and family members about you, and we'll see you next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Be safe out there. Peace. Go Lakers. Have a safe weekend, everyone. <laughs>